Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on CookieCast it's Straight to the Apex, the Formula 1 podcast. Or is it? I'm reliably informed that there is somebody missing. Somebody who was... Away, shall we say. Away from the podcast. Away from you good people. Just just not here. Find out who's not here. Find out maybe why they're not here. And uh, maybe get updated with some Formula One. Sounds good? Sounds good. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And the big one, share that podcast around. If you've got a Formula One fan in your life, send them this podcast. They We'll thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. What, as in you've already hit record? I didn't it. even do it like. You, you didn't even do it like in a Wayne's World the kind of thing where it's just like five, four, or anything. You just went three to one and hit record. You didn't even give me a fucking chance. Well, on that bombshell, welcome to Straight to the Airport, the best F1 podcast ever, in my opinion. Sorry, I mixed my words there. It must be the gin that I'm drinking. Um that I've been putting my tea. Um, yeah, bit of a different one. It's just me, Austin, and James here as well. Um, no Mark, he's on holiday. Supposedly the... Well, the time difference is so bad in the 21st century that he cannot possibly connect to the podcast. I mean... He he proclaims he is the best in the whole of the podcast, yet he's missed the most out of anybody. Um, <laughs> do you have any do you have any jokes to add? While while he's not here, we might as well absolutely go to town on him. What else can we say about him? He's currently, by the way, everybody. Um, oh, what an opportunity this is. Um, he is currently. No, I'm going to be honest. He's in. He's is somewhere in America. Don't know really know where. Probably Barneyland. He likes to go there annually. Um, I would say it's a small world as well. But I mean, he doesn't really need to go on holiday for that. Um, what else? No Vegas. I've had so the messages has sent me. Oh yeah. So San San Francisco Vegas. And somewhere else. Somewhere else. I, I don't. I'm, I mean, he is is a great friend, but sometimes when he opens, don't give a shit. I mean, the, the, I mean, let let's face it. The, the people that listen to this podcast, they only come on here because of us two. It's not to do with him. It's just, Very yeah. true. I mean, I ignore him most times anyway when he speaks. And I'm not even. It's, it's I'm the two not times I have a nap is during qualifying and whenever Mark talks. Yeah, and I mean, this is a first for the podcast. I'm not eating my tea. Um, Again, that's only really dumb just to piss off Mark. Um, 
Is it really? <laughs> well, everything I do is just a piss off, Mark. To be honest, it was really weird coming on here and you was already there. Normally, I get on here, there's Mark there. We both sit there calling hell out of you because you're always late. And then you turn up two or three minutes later with a mouthful of, like, whatever you're eating. No. And this time, I, and it's you there. It's like, oh, shit. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But, yeah. Um, Mark, if you're listening, enjoy yourself. Um, he still has sent a few tasty pictures of Vegas, and I don't mean tasty as in tasty. I mean of F1. The hands. Oh, he sent me. Um, he, he sent me some tasty pics of him in Vegas. Oh, he's on like a Shears Lounge kind of thing. He's, he's he's doing that kind of um, draw me like one of your French girls, Jack poses. Nice. I'll, I like I'll how. Leave it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So it's just us two, just riding, just riding as we do, as we do. The chemistry is unmatched already, um, as you can probably tell. And that's not fucking sarcasm either. So fucking steady down. How have you been anyway? What have you been doing, man? What have I been doing? I'm doing that weird ass thing again where I can sleep for fucking hours. Monday to Friday, and then Saturday morning, I'm awake at four. And wow. then again on Sunday morning. So that's good. That's weird. I mean, it was convenient this weekend, right? No, because Chai didn't get up, so I didn't get to watch it. Well, I was at work, so I was up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I missed the last 10 laps and caught up with it afterwards. But yeah, it was just, yeah, pretty standard GP, really. Nothing, nothing, nothing special. And no, I've got more points than I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really good start. This, you know, welcome to an F1 podcast. Did you watch the race? No, Charlie was in bed. Oh, I missed the last 10 laps. Oh, great. Well, yeah. no, we've caught up. Don't worry. We've made, I say we've made notes. I've got more talking points rather than stuff that happened in the granted, it's stuff that happened in the race, but we're not going to talk about lap one all the way through like we normally would. Well, yeah, I know it's it's going to be a little, just a little bit different because OCD Mark's not here, uh, and obviously you've got to follow a certain path when Mark's on. We can't really deviate from that. Um, this is an F one podcast, and you cannot really talk about anything else but F one, and it has to be done in precisely less than ninety minutes, or he gets angry. Um, but less of that anyway. Um, we won't go there. I guess. I am going to flog this to death all through the podcast, so don't worry. Um, Mark. I can't just want to sit here silently and just let you go. Here's Tony with an 89-minute long rant. <laughs> uh, point 0.93. I don't like Mark's smell. <laughs> he always wears baseball caps. Why don't you just... Accept the fact that his hairline is receding quicker than the Germans did in World War II. Point 0.73. He's too old to wear his hat backwards. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I can't say anything because I quite often wear my hat backwards. And No, yeah. I can say that. I'm younger than Mark. No, hang on. Yes, for the viewers at home, he is. Completely. Yeah, no, let's let's go with that. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm younger oh, than Mark. You're a whole oh, generation Mark. younger than Mark. But anyway, we'll we'll move. Let 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 the audience imagination carry on. 
No, I was. We this podcast, and we don't touch it enough on it enough, is that the whole premise of it is yes, we do talk about F1, we do waffle on a lot, but it's the whole premise of it is that we guys catch up and we just have a chat and we just waffle to each other. Take the piss out of each other as if we're at the pub or as if we're we're out and about. Because we don't usually get to do that much because we're all pretty busy. I mean, Mark's very busy. I think he has about every night he's doing racquetball, baseball, golf, gym, class, football. So he's bloody hell, that guy. He never stops, bless him. Um so it's all. I just think the podcast. I don't know what episode it is now. Again, that will piss him off. Um, Eighteen. It's season two. We must have done about fifty podcasts, surely. Twenty episode twenty. Episode twenty. Well, so nearly fifty into it. I think we're getting there slowly, very slowly. But yeah, what do you think? What do you think? What have you learned in this process of podcasting? Oh, what have I learned? Your shit at timekeeping. Terrible. I was two weeks late, out the womb. Have been ever since. You're actually really funny when you're nervous. Not that you're not funny anyway, but that, that, yeah, that first that first episode that you hosted, I, I was sitting there listening like, oh, fuck, I'm following him. Yeah. We all have our Although individual you know. quirks. That, 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 that's what I love. That's what I've learned. Like, I never knew Mark was just so OCD. Like, like I knew his wife was like in a, on a cleanliness type. Like, every time I've been to their house, it's immaculate. But... Yeah, that guy. It's like he's been in the military. Like he is like like with his timings, with everything. And it yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's another one. Um but yeah, no, it's been fun. I and you know what? For the viewers at home, every time we finish the podcast, I'm smiling. I don't know about you. There's always something that's happened. I I turn the laptop off. I go upstairs. See the wife in bed. I start smiling. It's not because the wife's in bed. It's just because I've suddenly remembered something that either you or Mark said or something offensive that I've said that I probably shouldn't have said, but I'm still giggling about it. And yeah. It just, it it does. It's a little... I strangely do look forward to it before the race, like like this weekend in Japan and Suzuka. And you're thinking, I wonder what we're going to speak about on the podcast. I wonder how it's going to go. I wonder what. I wonder how angry Mark's going to get. Um, and it. it just, I wonder if I'm myself this time. It just. It just. <laughs> gets, well, we'll never know. We'll never know. It might be doubly angry next time. So watch out for that, guys. Um, I'm going to say, listen to the first five minutes of this. It will be. <laughs> hey, I've took a, I've took a number of shots on the last few. Like, come on, 
we've got to we've got to get him back somehow. But no, um, thank you, Andy, as well. Tried to get him on tonight. He's a very he's a very busy man as well. Podcasting, laces out. I think he's doing a football cast right now. Um, just thank you for making this happen, editing this and putting it online, and yeah, just. Thank you. I wanted to do it in person, but you couldn't make it tonight. Um, but oh, I was going to ask this. This this kind of caught me off guard. Obviously, you know, I, I saw the message on your ping out going, "Oh, Andy, would you mind jumping on for twenty minutes?" I was like, oh, "Okay, what's what's going on here?" And then he was like, oh, I, want, "I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this and that." I just thought the last few podcasts we've what? done, we've just spoke about F one, and. We've done some a lot of inward jokes. We've took the piss out of each other very hard, especially myself. And I just thought, with 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 the angry man out of the way, let's just go back to the the roots of why we're doing this. And I, no one's seen Andy on this podcast. They've they've heard him many a time, but he, I, I just thought he'd do give us a really good insight into podcasting and the whole point of cookie cast i thought it'd be interesting to pick his mind on why he started it why he wanted us to come on board why he's got other ones going and he's got his own podcast which is the darkest timeline and if you you want to listen to that it's interesting that is interesting at at first i was like what the hell is this and it's, it's a bit weird but then the more you listen to it, you think there's a message behind here. And I and I and the more you listen to it, the more you get it. And then the more you think, wow, actually, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Like the whole and it opens your mind. And it's all about mental health at the end of the day. I think that was one of our foundations of starting this. It's very cliche. It's okay to talk. And I don't know, it's just month by month, somebody else is like committing suicide and shit like that. And it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy to think that in this day and age that that can happen with all, with everything that's out there. Um, Shit. But coming, coming back to like, again, it'd be interesting to see, speak, quizzing, get his feelings about the podcast live on earth so everybody could hear it. Um, yeah, I, I, I was looking forward to it. Um, I was also nervous as well because obviously, you know, the, the, the other week I made the comments about beards and, you know, I'm the alpha. Mm. And then we got to Andy and I, I've, I've never spoken to him. And, and you know, and Andy's like the wizard, you know, he's just that guy behind a curtain pulling all these fucking yeah. strings and stuff like that. All we yeah. ever see is... Big head on some kind of thumbnail on on YouTube, so we're like, oh, that must be Andy. Yeah, and, and obviously we hear his voice everywhere. You're like, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome yeah. to Cookie Cast. Like, oh, that's Andy. But well, yeah, so I, I can see his the, face and his voice. Yes, melted into Andy. And I don't think many people will will realize the way he looks like. And I'm not going to try and recreate that or describe that because I. I will. Miss, I was going to put some kind of scarf on to cover my beard because all I kept thinking was, if Andy comes on this and his beard's there next to mine, it's just no, 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 I, I, no, right, no. But I was looking forward to him getting on, and I, I think we should. 
I think we should still get him on at some point. We should have like a little guest spot kind of thing. That's a guest spot. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind it's of, kind of it's, thing anyway. We just yeah. ruin it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Since yeah. I listening to us every week, why the fuck am I still? Yeah, but no, I, I, I think I can't remember everything you had on there. But he was, he was also talking about mental health and stuff. Like, and I thought actually, no, that's really good because. This is really dark for straight to the apex. We need to start talking about shit or something or start slagging off you at some yeah. point as well because too deep at the moment. But yeah, when we started doing this last year, I went in a great place. I, I was I was having uh, shit. Well, I was just having a really bad time just with Putin. In in short, obviously, him being a perpetual little shit as always but taking it to a new scale and yeah. everything else and then everything here shit on top of COVID and everything and mm. then stuff coming out where I, I was I, I wasn't in a great place I'm not going to lie and mm. that's when we really started doing the podcast and I think now if you listen back to like the first few episodes I'm probably a little bit quiet and I start talking more and then I start getting a bit more offensive and then I start ripping into you and that's me gradually getting back out of my shell so doing this really helped me so yeah, yeah for going on health kind of route and you saying it's okay to talk yeah fucking is yeah I mean it's like you it's just three lads we're, we're not in a pub or anything we're not able to do it face to face all the time so we do it this way and yeah it works do you know what I mean it works in this day and age with all this information coming at you just pausing for literally two hours sitting on here and just talking it's not the most informative it's not the most entertaining but it's just three guys three friends just having a laugh and there's a, and it there's a, a lot of f1 in there and like like you would with anybody at the pub any of your friends about anything fantastic anyway should we get to f1 should we get to some f1 yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Well, I, um, first of all, I don't know. Um, let, let's try and lighten the mood a bit. Up. Um, you shit yourself once in an episode of Straight to the Apex. I mean, I've. Come yeah, I feel better. I'm still. Yeah, on no, the journey. I'm still on that journey. <laughs> I've. I have the one episode was just. It was just. Uh, it was almost like what's what's the. Um, it was like a comic, basically. I, I basically just just the full thing was just yeah. It was there was clowns in there. We were dressed up. I had various personas. Mac got battered. Things got deleted. Um, <laughs> and there was, it was it was it was crazy. Obviously, Mac hated it. That was his worst episode ever. But in my eyes, that was the best episode ever. <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I I was all in with the suit and the dressing gown thing, and then after that, I even I was sitting there and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what is going on anymore. I should have, I, really, I should have won a BAFTA and Oscar. I should have won it all, to be honest. That 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 podcast. Um, I mean, in fairness, I mean, after after you did that episode and you finally decided, I've, I've got to lay off the meth. It, it it was a bit more normal after that. Yeah, I mean, I re- I mean, there's no real 
what, how can you get better than that? How can you get, well, in my eyes, where do you go from that? You can't go up yeah. from that. That was it. Like, that was... I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I keep making comments every week hoping that I can get it deleted from the podcast because up to now, you're the only person who said something so bad and he had to cut it out. Yeah. I mean, I know one thing that I could say right now that would get cut out of the 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 episode, and it begins with C. Um, but please I let's not do that, especially with us two, because that that will go into the that will the 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 little man will take that and he'll, he'll run with that for the rest of time. So let's out when 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 we was on watch, it was a good one. All right, yeah, yeah. So, Who needs Mark? Well, I'll, I'll, we'll leave that there. We'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Japan. Um, prestigious track. Yeah, Seven, it is. 75 years um, Honda anniversary. Beautiful track. Similar to Silverstone, which I'm very disappointed that I was at Silverstone, but didn't kind of put the two and two together with the predictions. It looks a really exciting track. It looks like a proper track. None of these stupid rainbow I do like circuits. circuits. It and it is steeped in prestige. I mean, I've seen what have I seen on Instagram and TikTok? Senna flying around there. Absolutely balls to the wall. Um, what else did I see? Schumacher. Seen a lot of Schumacher flying around there as well. Like, it's a track. And they all seem so, to like it. Yes. You know, center and props and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, checking each other out on the track. It's, mm. it's had its moments in history. Yeah, dark, it's got its stories. Dark and great. But, yeah. Early start. I don't mind it. Gets it done out of the way. You're fresh. You're up for it. You get a nice coffee. Sit down. It's yeah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Some people hate I, I, it. I like that. Some no, no. I, 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 I know a lot of people don't like the early start race and stuff like that. And I don't think Mark's a big fan of it. No. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I see watching the F1. At six, seven o'clock in the morning, the same as going out for a round of golf and teeing off at half six. Because you can go out there, you can do a good four hours of it, and you can get home, and you've still got the entire day. Absolutely. And it's, it's the same with that. You can watch the race, you can have your breakfast, and you've still got all of a Sunday. It's not that kind of thing of you make a plan for Sunday. It's like, oh, well, you know, I've got to get home for a certain time for this, or you end up recording it and watching it later on. It's It's never the same. So yeah, it sounds weird because it's like, oh yeah, I'm getting out of the way and I can just get on with life. It's it's not. It's just you, you feel like you've got like an extra day out of it. Yes. Usually it's mid afternoon, in it, and you're planning your day around it. Or you're yeah, you, you go out and whatever you do with the thought of I need to get on for one o'clock for the formation lap or whatever it is. And you're dodging social media for the majority of the oh, day. Yeah. You miss it. I and I've just like. Oh, and a notification comes up going, oh, Max Verstappen's won this life for fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, you know the other good thing about it? Yeah. You can just sit in the living room, 
in nothing, and I mean nothing but your dressing gown, just all out there, and you're not being judged. Because, it's, you know what? It's six o'clock in the morning. I've got out of bed. I want to sit there and just let the boys hang. Yeah. It's just you do a- that in the afternoon with the curtains open and your neighbours start moaning. I mean, what the fuck? Stop looking through my window, you perv. I mean, it's an achievement. A little achie- It's a little bit of effort to get up and get down and get sorted for six. But once you're there, it's it's a smashing time of day, if you ask me. It's It's... Just silence, F1, you, testicles, can't beat it. And then a smile. <laughs> you, just, you just can't beat it. Yeah. And it was, un, 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 unless you're going to work for eight o'clock. So then it, 10 minutes before the end, bang, see you later. Um, but yeah, let's get to the race in a bit. Any news? Any news to start us off? I didn't see much news. That what I, I know Ricardo is signed to, you know, he's, he's going to stay where he is and everything else for next year. Um, the only other thing I've really made a note of, Lando Norris has now broken a record. He has scored the most points in F1 without actually winning a race. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, he would have won a couple, maybe, if it wasn't for... Oh, mate, it, the yeah, there's been a couple of times this season where it's like, it's it's almost there. He's, he's going to get one. It, it's a weird one. It's like, you know, yeah, I've scored a lot of points about winning a race, but then it's that kind of, I haven't won a race. Hmm. It's a backhanded compliment, in it? It's like, you scored the most points, but you've never fucking won. Yeah, I suppose. I think it's Hulkenberg. I think it's, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's Hulkenberg he's just beaten. Yeah, but he, come on, he's he's only there because of just time. Like, yeah. surely finishing ninth and seventh for God knows how long. But I've got um, the only seat that's left. You touched on Ricardo. Yeah, that's interesting. We kind of saw it come in. It is what it is. Logan Sargent, will he keep his seat at Williams? Oh, I was going to bring that up. I'd do, I'd and I was going to ask the same question. Go for it. I mean, you, we're, we're going to touch this weekend, about this weekend anyway, aren't we? He's had a few crashes and is crashed again. I, I, again. I don't think he will. I don't think you will. I think there's better options out there, to be honest. I think there's better options out there and Liam Lawson could be one of them. Fuck yeah. One of them. And then there's plenty of guys in F2 that'll mix them my, my, my only worry about Liam Lawson is that he'll just become the next Nick DeVry. Yeah. You know, he came out one, one race last season really outshone a lot of people, actually scored more points than the GOAT himself, Latifi. And then he comes in this season and he's just... Meh. Yeah, I don't know what you mean. Sort of way about Lawson. You know, it, it, I mean, the fir- first driver to actually overtake Max Verstappen this season. 
to do X, Y, and Z and everything else that he did in that last week's race. And I just worry, if he gets a seat based on that, is he then just going to look like an absolute shit show? Or something? I, I don't fucking know, but... Mate, yeah, Sarge, no. He, if he gets a seat next year, he'll be very lucky. Well, I've I have heard that. Well, I've not heard. I've I've seen it reported that the uh, was it Vowels at Williams turned down Mick Schumacher because of obviously he didn't have a great season, did he? Um, in his rookie season, um, I th- I just I think he's got to go. You either swim or sink, and this is the pinnacle of F one. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, mate, don't be. I mean, it's, it sounds awful, but you know what? Is either causing accidents or is in accidents. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just... mean, unless, unless you, you, you have a considerable amount of money behind you for the right, for drivers that are already there or in the past have been. I, like... I think you've got to, I think you've got a good, I think you've got a, Either make it or break it, and I think, yeah, especially the way Albon's been racing, he should it, be oh, doing better. He should be doing a bit better. Albon, it's I, I, I think a lot of weight has shifted from Albon. I mean, obviously, you know, he had a, he had a really good season. He went to Red Bull. It wasn't going, however. Red Bull would like it to go, but that's what happens when you put somebody in a car that's built for Max Verstappen. Mm. Hey, it's not going to work. Same. And Red Bull do what they always do. He's gone, I eh, don't want you no more. Yeah. And he had a bit of a shitter. He, he did. And then back end of last season and this season as well, he's just suddenly gone out and gone, right, you know what? I'm going to show you what the fuck I can do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, he's coming back. And I reckon he'll get a good seat in a couple in a season or two, if he yeah. wants it. But that's the other thing: does he want it? Is he happy where he is? Mm. Well, yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. And people come and go, don't they? And there's a couple of old guys that are racing now. Yeah, I don't know. Some people are just happy to sit where they are and just drive a car at a ridiculous speed. 50, 60, 70 times around a track. I think you go watch this space. I, right now, I can't imagine him anywhere else. I'm trying to think. It is His name doesn't really stick with any of the like, top teams, but I suppose just give it no. time. Give it time. Give it time. I've got other news. Nick DeVries has moved on and he's got his new appointment in Formula E. So it'll be interesting to see okay. how he's in Formula E. Um, I've also got Jess Hawkins is the first woman in a few years to be an F1 test driver for Aston Martin. Yes, I saw that, yeah. She drove um, an old Aston Martin and I suppose that she's now going to be more of a, a test driver. So that's she's from the academy, the F1 academy, which we've touched on before. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't think I have anything else for the news. Do you have anything? No. 
I didn't. No, I haven't, I haven't seen much news. Well, not not talk worthy news anyway. Apart, apparently, some guy called Max Verstappen won a race and did a ridiculous bit of pace on it and everything else like that. And some team called Red Bull may have won the constructors' championship for two years on the bounce. But other than that, no, not much. I mean, that is coming up, guys. So you again, you've got to stick around for. For us, for James to absolutely annihilate Horner's Corner, Red Bull's ring, um, make of that what you will. Um, but yeah, should we hit Quali quickly? There's not much for Quali. Q1, Logan Sargent's crashed hard, completely wrecked the car. Like, and I mean, wrecked the car. It, it was a fucking wreck. It was a mess. It was a mess. Again, examples of this in real life. I'm trying to think of one now. Um, we'll come back to that. Joe was blocked. Uh, Q2, Lawson, Gasly and Albon out by less than a tenth. That was pretty... Ooh, ooh, ooh! ooh. I've got an example of a wreck. Go on. It's a bigger wreck than Meghan Markle's fucking podcast was. Wow. There you go, guys. You, you heard it first. I've not, I didn't even know she had a podcast. So maybe. Exactly. Maybe there was a wreck. <laughs> I think I can think of other wrecks, but again, I'm not going to go into them. We've been there before. This is straight to the apex with me and James, T Dog and J Dog. So we'll. We're keeping it clean as we can, guys. We don't want to anger anybody today, especially Mark Wilkin on his holiday. Um, hi, Mark. Q3. <laughs> Q3, when how it's, how, how it's been going all season. Max Verstappen comes out, smashes a lap, comes out again at the end. There you go. There's the bar. It's even higher. Fuck you. Basically, Piaf. you think he just sits there on his phone? You know, when he goes out, he does that fucking flyer. I reckon he then gets in his car, he pulls out his phone, and he goes on TikTok for twenty, you know, for the next eight minutes. He's like, <laughs> "It's funny." I mean, it uh, does me when the camera hits, like, looks at them, and they know they can see on their TVs that the camera's looking at them, but they do nothing. Like they don't like go like. Or they just like pretend to be in like I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. Damn. <laughs> do the awkward thing like when you're walking down the street and you see someone you know, but you just really aren't in the mood to talk to them. So you hey, like, really do that thing of like looking over. Oh, 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 oh. Or you like picking wow. up your phone. And you're like, wow. on the, the corner of that street. Wow, look at that room. Like no, just do something. Do something in, in the front of the camera. Say hello. Yeah, you, you, you're making multi-millions. Just sit in the car and then just go, hey. Yeah, just anything. Like, just know. salute. Just do something. Like, oh, well. the, the awkward salute. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you from another time, but we're not going to speak right now. <laughs> <laughs> The nod of approval, down or up. It depends how you feel. Yeah, the, the, 
<laughs> bit blocks. Right, and that's it. That's it. Anyway, rant rant over. Um, Piastri second, Norris third, Leclerc fourth, Perez, Sainz, Hamilton, Russell, Sonoda, Alonso, Sonoda on his home race makes it to Q three. He's not a bad driver. He's got a fan base. I was there at Silverstone again. He was, he was, yeah, crowd loved him, and they were out in force for him on the coverage. There were thousands of people. I've never seen so many Alpha Tower fans ever, ever. Alex. Well, yeah. Just because, as it is. Uh, anything to add? No, not really. I mean, I've got well, less than two minutes. We could, we could keep thinking of other wrecks. We could compare. Your sergeant crashed too. I'll tell you what a wreck is. Um, the Super League awards for or nominees for manager of the year. There's three or four. Oh. Yeah, there's four of them, and Willie Peters isn't one of them. Exactly. That's a fucking wreck. <laughs> <laughs> There's listeners right now who's like, oh, I know F1, F1, like that. Who the fuck's Willie Peters? What's the Super League? <laughs> Willie Peters. What are these about? The whole Kingston Rovers head coach. It's his first season. It's his first season in Super League. He has led a team, a talented team, to a, gr- a final, a cup final, the only cup final, and the playoffs. And potentially potentially depending on Friday's result deep into the playoffs yeah we could be talking grand final who knows but yeah not nominated as a as a potential manager of the year but you know what not nominated the RFL the RFL and on that bombshell we'll see you for part two for the race questions and god knows what else all right See you soon, guys. Hey, you. Yeah, you that's listening right now. Thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. Odd. Welcome back to Straight to the Apex, episode 20, um, Japan GP. Um, yeah, it's T-Dog, who is the pole sitter today, and coming up the rear is J-Dog. Yeah. How are you? I'm not doing Did you enjoy that little break? I enjoyed that little break. I enjoyed lightening the first part of the second, the first part of the second part. 
Like, and in the beginning of the second part, this is a really shit start to part two of Straight to the Apex episodes. I mean, I feel better now because I the first part of this, when I started, I was literally, yeah, nearly shit myself again for the second time. Um, It it got deep, it got deep, but we had a break. I downed a bottle of Jägermeister. Yeah, yeah, and now we're here. Now we're good. Now we're here. Um, Mark Wilkin... It still hasn't. It still hasn't shown his face, not even for a few minutes or seconds, because he's he's so busy on holiday, and we do not want to um, get involved with that. He's earned these holidays. He's somewhere in the US right now, enjoying himself. Again, there's a thousand jokes in there, guys. We're not going to go there because we're not as low as Mac Wilkin, so. Yeah, the race, the race. Action straight away. Bottas, Ocon, Joe, and Albon all connecting. Max again. Great start by him. We're not his biggest fan, but he defended the McLarens off. And yeah, anything, anything to add to that? What did you think? Yeah, really feisty start. I mean, Max didn't get the fast... He didn't get off as quick as he normally would. It was weird, considering how well he did the rest of the race and everything else like that. His start wasn't brilliant. Mm. Norris had a faster bloody reaction and everything else like that. His reflex was just another level, but... Max was that focused on Piastri. I mean, you, you saw them. Piastri was pointing that way. Max was that way. Max is going toward, and he's that busy going after Piastri. Norris is on the other side. He's like, I'm going to have you here. Mm. And then all of a sudden, he just he had to swerve just to try and stop Norris. Yeah, really, really good start from the McLarens, I thought. And yeah, Norris, I think Norris did actually get him. He just couldn't hold it. I think he did get slightly in front, and then Max just took it back, which, let's fucking face it, it's, if it's Max, it's going to happen, really, isn't it? Absolutely, that can. And yeah, everything in the the, the the mid pack just yeah, fucking nuts. Just your as you expect F one start. It's that crazy that surely somebody's got to hit somebody else, and it just depends who it is. It is literally luck of the draw. Um, Russell went wide. Bottas ended up getting a punch there. He needed to come in. Yeah, kind of all it messed up that middle pack to the back and ruined a couple of races, but we move on. We got a nice Hamilton versus Russell, and this continued from about lap five. They were battling each other throughout this race all the way up to the, the end. Russell got a bit agitated. Hamilton was quicker. Hamilton was quicker, and we already knew this from previous couple of previous races. Um, it's getting tasty in this Mercedes camp. It's getting it's simmering, which is it. It's entertaining, but as a fan, it doesn't. It's it doesn't, scary. It makes me yes, yes. There's, there's something like going on in that. 
And you're going to love this because I am jumping on the we all hit George bandwagon a little bit. I, I, I've got one foot in the bandwagon with you now, Tony. Thank you. Because I, I, I have literally all I have put in my notes here. George is a dick. George is a dick. George is a dick. He's an absolute fucking dick. Because, like you said, lap five or whatever it was, he has that, you know, he picks a fight with Lewis. He goes to overtake him. He gets him. Lewis takes it back. And they both go off the track a little bit. And straight away, George on the radio going, oh, well, you know, that's just, that's just unacceptable. This is just right. You know, meant to be a team on all this kind of shit. It's like, mate, you picked the fucking fight. Yeah. You started it. You went to overtake him. And then later on, when the Mercedes, you know, the, the, the fucking pit walls trying to work out a strategy that's going to work and going to switch around and do all this kind of stuff, George is like, all right, we're playing the team game now, are we? Mate, don't be a fucking dick. You're not the seven-time champion. You're not a champion. You came from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, buddy. Don't start fucking making rants and all this kind of stuff and claiming you're the big I am. I mean, let's not, let's face it. Last week, you drove straight into a wall. Straight into a fucking wall. Not like kind of oh, just the side of it or anything. It's like, and then you come in this week, it's like, oh, well, you know, this is unacceptable. But, mate, shut the fuck up. Mm. It's really... Oh, I was angry. The, the last race, it was that. I was intent. Um the last race and this race, it's really rearing its head of these two as teammates. And it's getting a bit, it's, it's, it's not on the best of terms, is it? No, there's, there's, some, there's, there's some going there. And I, I think you're right. I, again, online, there's people saying Russell's, Russell needs to go, um, get him out there. He's he's ruining it for Lewis. Lewis has always had a second, a second person, not somebody who's on his level or is trying to be on his level. Or and when that happens, it's fireworks. Look at Rosberg. I mean, as well, Bottas was second in that team, and how many championships did Lewis Hamilton win? And we knew, and I've said this before, and it's it's a theory. You need a one-two driver team to get the best out of the team, I believe. Like, in situations like this, there is a number one and a number two, and both guys need to be clear that that is their roles. Not, I know your teammates, but you are number you, one. You- you are number you two. Put, you put two top tier drivers in the same car, and it's no. Look, look at Lewis and Alonso. Now, everyone gets excited when them two are racing each other and stuff like that, and they do. The 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 two the two of the best drivers. Um, you know, I'm not taking that away from Max either. Max is a fucking phenomenal driver, but they are two of the best fucking drivers, and them two getting in a race, everyone gets fucking excited about. When they was with each, they fucking hated each other when they were both on the same in the same team. Mm-hmm. Was, no, they couldn't fucking do it. I mean, you go but, back through time, and this keeps happening. 
it keeps happening and happening and happening. You can go back to the Senna days. You can go back to Schumacher. It, it keeps happening. And I don't understand why. I think it must just come with F1. But in my eyes, it's just quite plain to see that you need a number one driver and you need a number two driver. That That's the best way that you're going to run a team. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, with, like, what you've got with Ferrari, it depends, two drivers, both. Yeah. Are you gonna? Do you want to win the? It's a game they play, I suppose. Do you want one driver to win the championship and try and win the constructors at the same time, and go with one guy, or do you run the risk of having two guys against each other, but together to get the constructors? I know in this sense it's Max has completely smashed it and took basically won it on his own. But yeah, he's pretty much done it on his own. But at the, I know we always say his first championship is with contention and stuff like that. But at the same time, what Perez did in that race, in that one race alone, is he was exactly what a number two driver should do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it was the same with Bottas and Hamilton. Bottas and Hamilton was fucking brilliant because Bottas was able to push Hamilton, but at the same time, Bottas was fine with the whole, you know, if Hamilton is, you know, looking at the championship and everything else, I'm fine just yeah. doing whatever you need me to do to get that done. Yeah. And right. Russell just, he, no, he, he, hadn't, he hadn't got that. No, he's not there yet. And I mean, kudos. You can look at it a different way. Like, good on the guy. Like going against, not against, but giving everything, battling against a seven-time world champion, an absolute legend, in Lewis Hamilton, and giving it all you've got and sticking up for yourself. And but as part of me, maybe it's just the person that I am. People are different. I'm second in this team because I've got a seven-time world champion as my teammate. Is that is it mismanagement by Mercedes? This could Sweet. end badly, you know. And this this is what I'm worried about. And it's been come close these past couple of races. Listen, the last two races, there's, there has been times where they've nearly took each other out. And it's embarrassing, and it's... isn't it? If it happens, it's going to be embarrassing. But they, they, they need to sort it out and they need to sort it out before Qatar as well because let's face it, the six races left and Ferrari's battle. Sorry, Mercedes are battling for second. Absolutely. Second is still up for the constructors. 20, 20 points in it with Ferrari. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, I think it's similar points between Hamilton and Perez as well. About 20, 30 points between them as well. So, you, you you are potentially looking at second best driver. God, that sounds weird saying that. Second driver on the table and second in the constructors. And you you could you could blow it all just by not getting control of your drivers and saying, right, one of you needs to fucking rein it in. But in the grand scheme of things, from where they were at the start of the season. Oh yeah. Oh my god. If you if you'd if you'd have said second after the first two races, 
Yeah, I was going to say two or three races in, you'd have said, oh, yeah, we'll be looking second. It'd be like, fucked right off. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, watch this space. Uh, lap seven, Logan Sargent. Right into Bottas. Right into Bottas. Bottas had a fucking nightmare over a weekend, didn't he? It was pretty much all over for that guy. I feel sorry for him. I feel really sorry for him. Because what was it? He'd, he'd gone in. Didn't he Didn't he get his nose replaced as well? Yeah. Came out pretty much last. Yeah, that was, yeah. So he got his nose replaced. He comes back out. The next thing you see is facing the opposite fucking direction on the track. You're like, well, that's not like Bottas to actually have like a 180 degree spin. What the hell's going on there? And then you see the re- it's like, oh, right, okay. He asked me at him. No. Sorry, not Piastri. Logan. Sorry. Logan Sargent. Yeah, and in a way I was like, well, that, that's a fucking five-second penalty. Well, that pisses me off. And he, and he had a 10 second is over. Oh, five seconds. Sorry. Ah. Sergeant, he had a 10-second penalty as well, didn't he? Yes, but, yeah, because of his crash, they did so much to his car, basically had to rebuild it. They did yeah, they, 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 they did Pat Fermi. So it's like, right, well, there's a 10-second penalty. And then he goes, it's like, oh, mate, just just get out of the car and walk around the truck. You might get there quicker. Um, yeah, for right. Bottas. And out, yeah, he couldn't fucking do anything after that. Soon after, same corner, Perez and Magnussen. Um, again, Perez, aggressive driving. He, he is re- I, I said to Charlie during this race, I went, I, I am very quickly going off the guy. We, we said it the last couple of fucking podcasts as well. He, he is aggressive and he's he's getting worse. And I'm, I'm fed up of the mo If he goes off the track, someone's pushed him off the track. You know, and he's always shouting down the radio, there's double movement, double movement. Whereas we all know for a fact, he is the worst for fucking moving under brake and stuff like that. He's just... I, I made a note, and I fucking love this one. Perez had more nose jobs in that fucking race than the Jackson 5 combined. Wow. Wow. Look, I keep telling you, at some point, I'm going to say something that's going to get cut out of the podcast, and I can finally be there with the T-Dog. Wow. Wow. That won't get cut out, though. I think that's just a very funny and, oh, maybe not factual, but... It's up there. He had two nose replacements. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you need to go steady here, James. You're really... You're destroying all your credibility for, for the sake what? of... And you're like Kanye West at the minute. You're just trying everything just to get cancelled, and it's scaring me. I'm wondering what's going to happen next. Like, <laughs> it's going to turn nasty, and you're going to start turning... On the next oh, shit. What was it he said recently? Oh, fuck. He's gone now. Maybe we should let's just leave him. Let's yeah, let's leave him before we do say something really bad. You don't want to get cancelled, especially <laughs> with the We don't want to do that anyway. Mark comes back from America. How did it go, lads? Well, the podcast's done. Yeah, uh, the podcast. Oh, did it go? Oh, no, no, it's, it's done. Andy and James all in jail. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not welcome in America anymore. <laughs> Because Kanye West just bought the USA and he banned you. 
<laughs> Again, I'm scared to say anything. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go there because before right. I know, people are people are handcuffing Mark Wilkin and <laughs> turning his ass out of Disneyland, <laughs> and he's going straight into Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be blamed for that. It pisses me off. Is Guantanamo holds the beer at bars, singing "It's a Small World After All." <laughs> I mean, I'll look after his uh, cinema room back in Branzome, but <laughs> I can and all his cinema room. room. Oh no, it is a cinema room. Yeah, if Katie's listening to this, yes, it's a cinema room. It's cinema not room. a man cave, it's a cinema room. Cinema Even room. though it's got his Mark stuff. Mark stuff. Cave. Stuff. In fact, Mark. What would you pay us not to tell Katie what, what it really is? Hi, Katie, by the way, when you do listen to this. Hi, Katie. Probably under duress from Mark, the same as when Charlie listens to this. I'm having a lovely time on holiday, and Mark's not annoying you too much. Um, but is it? I'm sure, is it his birthday out there? Or is something? I don't, I don't know. It's, it was around anniversary. Yeah, so. It was around anniversary recently. So. We're really good friends, aren't we? We were, we're amazing. What can we say? I mean, it's it's hard to it's hard to be friendly with somebody when all he does after every other sentence is hell abuse at you. Um, but yeah, friendships, guys. But well, you, you know, let's go for all bases. So, uh, Mark, when you listen to this, happy birthday, happy anniversary, um, Merry Christmas, um, fuck you. Perez. So he retires after having two nose replacements. Yes. I know where you're going. Stays with. in for 28 laps and then comes back out. Because he had a penalty that he didn't serve, so he thought, I'll serve it now. So it won't carry over, but he's retired from the race. Yeah. But this, and I saw this on the Instagram page of F1, a lot of comments, and obviously on the race, you can do this. And it has happened before. I think it happened in 2017. Um, yeah, I think Mark Webber did it. Yes. But I think Kimi Raikkonen did it. I don't, don't quote me on that. I don't know. It shouldn't be allowed, in my opinion, and the other 53 likes that I got on on social media, on my comment. It's, you're out, when you're out, you're out. I'm sorry. When you're out, you're out. You've retired. I don't don't understand the justification to why you can then come back in. I haven't read into it that much because I don't agree with it. I I know what it was. I know what it was. So they went in. He stayed in for what would have been, I think it was about 16 laps he he was in the box for. Red Bull was probably sitting there thinking, hey, you know what? Let's get him out there. Forget another safety car. All the lap cars can unlap themselves. He can he can just drive by everyone, and all of a sudden he's cleared sixteen laps. 
Somebody we can get it ready. Like so, a mull. <laughs> it takes 10 laps to get them out. <laughs> In the meantime, he's he's done about 15. I do agree with it. Once you're out. No, sorry, you're out. If, if you get out. You know, mate, exactly that. When you're out, you're out. George Russell, was it last year or the season before? George Russell got out of his car to help someone. Silverstone won it. Joe. Thinks, yeah, gets out of his car, helps someone, and they're like, right, you've got out the car. Your race is done. Perez got out the car. Did he? Did he? Because don't you remember, we all suddenly realised something's going on when the camera panned over in the Red Bull box and you're seeing Perez climbing back in the car. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Out the car at some point. Mm. Mm. Fucking bullshit. And this is, I'm not just saying this because it's Red Bull or anything else like that. I'm saying it because that that's not right. Nah, I, I don't agree with it. If it was anybody, I still agree with it. Don't agree with it. Anyway, Hamilton wide and pushes Russell off again, battling. Battling. Uh, it's going to get... We've already touched on that. Alonso Moaning. He's gone from the start of the season saying this car is amazing to basically now it's crap. He is not a happy bunny. I think this is it for them. I think it's done. It's weird times, isn't it? I, I said it last week, didn't I, with the whole kind of... Started off the season by going, oh, oh, Miss, you know, Mr. Stroll, really nice car, oh, my best friend and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, what was it last week? He went, the, the, the cars, the, the cars are doing this, it's undrivable. This week, it's like, you've thrown me to the Lions. Yeah. It's like. May I yeah. spread that cap? <laughs> <laughs> It's not even worth selling anymore because it's probably worth shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's losing its value daily. Norris gets a bit angry. He wants to pass Piastri. Um, lap twenty six. Yeah, he had a bit of a moan and a groan again. If you're going better yeah. than the car in front. Give the car in front time to change, get quicker. If they don't, get out of the way, basically. Um, again, I've got Perez retires. I don't know how many times he retired. It feels like he retired a numerous time. Um, Leclerc on Russell. Breeze passed him. And then again, Hamilton versus Russell. The instruction for Russell to let him pass. And then the team game comment. That was interesting. And then signs passed Russell. I thought they were going to do a similar situation of what they did in Singapore. They, they were trying. They sacrificed that, him. They, they sacrificed him. And that's team decision. And if what if that's what the team thinks, go with it. You got, yeah, a, bit I, hair. You got a bit of hair. I, I, 
Hitler was trying to. No, no, no. We no, we aren't. I mean, it's 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 talking points. And what the, what they was trying to do there is what Signs did the week before with Norris. Yeah. And I think the the difference being is that when Signs was doing it with Norris, it you wasn't it. intentional. It wasn't planned to do with Norris. He was without sounding awful. He was manipulating Norris. And you could do it on he, that he, track. He was manipulating Norris to, for both of their advantage, whereas two Mercedes cars doing it together, it, it's planned as a formula and it doesn't work. Mm. Mm. I, I know, you know, Russell, oh, well, you know, he's not been a team player and stuff like that. Thing is, Lewis did give you DRS like he was asked. That's all he was asked to do: give give Russell DRS. He did. Thing is, it was too late. It was a stupid move that Mercedes made. And even Sainz was heard on the radio saying, oh, they're trying to do that same move that I did. Mm. You know, yeah. they're, they're trying to use my move on me. It's like... That that yeah. that move worked in Singapore because of the track and the situation. Exactly. This, this time, it was too late. The situation was a bit different. The track... And I think they did, they made the right call. They made the right call. And but Russell won't be happy with that, will he? Again, but I, I don't know. You're the second driver in this, man. Like, can't you just say that? Can't you just come come out and say that? Just like I love Lewis. Like I want you to be the eighth world champion. Blah 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 blah. I'll I'm gonna help you. Not be a little bitch. You know, yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, let, let's face it. I don't know how old Russell is. I mean, let's face it. He probably still cries when he watches Toy Story. Early 20s. Well, the Pixar films available, folks. <laughs> but if I'm sitting there, I'm like, and you're like, you know what? I've got a seven-time world champion in the other car. He's a lot older than me. He ain't going to be around forever. And I've, I've said it time and time again. If you've got a seasoned driver with you, learn from them. Be the number two for so long. Learn all of their traits. Learn that, you know, with, with Lewis, learn the art of breaking late and all that kind of stuff and, you know, really eking your tyres out the way, kind of stuff like that. Because one day he's just going to be like, right, you know what, lads? I'm retiring, I'm out. And all of a sudden, you know what? Off you, you go. You're probably going to be the Mercedes top dog because they'll either step you up and bring somebody else in or you'll go somewhere else. But you know what? You've learned from one of the best drivers out there. It's it's almost like you he's trying to prove it. a point. It's like he's trying to prove a point. But you don't need to. He doesn't need to. Hamilton can retire in two years and Russell's still got another bloody 10, 12 years of his own career ahead of him. At Mercedes? Spend two more years fucking learning it. At Mercedes, though? Well, we don't know, do we? I mean, if, if not at Mercedes, where else? Is that is that why he's behaving the way he is? Is that... I mean, second, second theory is... Is a winner. Is a race. Is a racing driver. Third theory. Well, oh, yeah, and that's the other thing in it. And you know, the, if if that's they're not the racing, thing. then what? The, 
Has he been told? Has he been told that when he first came that you've got to be you're a Mercedes driver now, you've got to be up there with the best of them, and that's that's up rubbing shoulders with Lewis, pushing Lewis. Is that why he's acting in the way that he is? Maybe so. Or maybe so. Is it just is it being a knob? Because we can all be knobs. Anyway. It's true. I am more often than not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worse things, but we'll go into that again. Um Red Bull. Red Bull win the championship. Um and they got the T-shirts out finally, and they all, yeah, again, we can make jokes about that. Don't really want to make them on this podcast. Um, Max, Norris, Piastri, Leclerc, Hamilton, Sainz, Russell, Alonso. Did anyone catch, lastly on the race, I don't know if you've got any more points on the race. No. Ocon and Gasly at the end. Somewhat went on, didn't it? It didn't. It didn't get televised or anything. Yeah. But there was, there there was some kind of aggro in there, wasn't they? Gasly, Ocon gave Gasly the place. Gasly did nothing with the place, so was told to give it back and gave it back yeah. on the last corner, reluctantly, and then went mentally yes. out of. Basically, right. had an like, absolute fit in the car afterwards, like full on, like baby throwing its toys out the pram, tight fit at the end. Uh, the standard gesture that we all make when we're driving to work, and someone cuts you off, and you know, you just like put your hand up, like, "What are you doing?" He, he did that, it's like, mate. He was upset, but the right call was made. Ocon said it in his interview after the race. That's how it works. That's how it's always worked where he's been. And I agree. I agree with Ocon. Wow. Um, So, Max Verstappen, 400 points. Perez, 223. Hamilton, 190. So, he's 30 behind. Alonso still holding on to fourth. Sainz, 24 points behind him. Leclerc, Norris, Russell, Piastri. Red Bull, 624 points. Three, sorry, 623. Merck, 305. Ferrari, 285. So, again, 20 points behind them. Aston Martin, 221. McLaren, 172. Interesting. Can you tell me the scores for predictions? Going to say scores on the doors, but we can't do that one. So, Mark was on 40 points. He had Max, so he's now on 43 points. I had 42 points for some reason. I didn't think Max would get it. I'm still on 42 points. Uh, you had 42 points. You had Max, so you have now got 45 points. When it comes to the, uh, the girls, uh, Katie was on nine, and well, Katie's still on nine. Charlie was on 12, and is still on 12. <laughs> and Beth was on 35. She had Max to win, so she's got 38 points. Wow. So it's, it's hotting up. Yeah. As I sneeze. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, 
Host goes first. The the host goes first, but I'm going to probably steeze my head off for the final minutes of this podcast. So I'm going to go Max Verstappen to win, obviously. I'm going to go with um, Mark's predictions for this week because he sent them in secret, but because James is absolutely a swell guy, he's shown me them in detail. So unlucky, Mark. Um, again, if you've gone this one, I am going to go fucking spare. I have gone for second. Norris. Oh, is it called Norris? Has he got Norris? No. And don't third, don't change him. Don't change and him. Third, and third and third and third. I've got. It was out of two drivers, and I've gone for Lewis Hamilton. Okay. Mark it could be have been Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> what's Max? What's Max? Max's predictions is Max for the win, Norris second, Leclerc third. Oh. Well, that's yeah. Um, so Mark, just for the record, I hadn't shared them. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I've got to. Um, I have gone with Max for the win. Thank you. Signs second and Norris third. Mm, interesting. So I'll give you Katie's while we're here. So Katie has gone Hamilton for the win, Alonso second. And Perez third. Wow. Wow. I've got, I've got nothing for Charlie, though. Charlie hasn't sent me her predictions. I've got Beth's, and she's got Max, Perez, Norris. Not bad. I mean, it'll be interesting. I wonder if for it's we're in the desert. It's Qatar, by the way. It wasn't there last year because there was um, this small event going on. I mean, the World Cup. So it's the second race there. It'll be interesting. Hamilton won it in 2021, and that was the first race there. Um, Alonso got a podium with Alpine. Can't really see him there again because his Aston Martin has turned to shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The Ferraris, oh, crap on their tyres. With it being a desert and really hot, don't know if they're going to Hamilton won it last time, like I've said, so he could be up there. Could be up there. McLaren is an absolute machine at the minute. Again, it'll be interesting to see where they are. Piastri might be up there, but nobody's really said him. There's some good points there. There's a lot of heat there as well. And well, we saw it in Singapore, Red Bull didn't do great in the heat. Will Perez pull his hand out his backside? Or will he just be the typical aggressive driver that he is? Interesting again. Don't know. Uh, yeah, interesting. What do you think, James? Anything to add? No, but you've made some good... I'm suddenly questioning some of my predictions now. So it's like, yeah. Lot, lot of heat. McLaren didn't do great in the heat. Neither did Red Bull. 
it could be it could be a good weekend for Mercedes. I, I don't think it'll be a win for Mercedes, but I think it could be a good win, a good weekend. They're coming. They are. They're they're getting there. The momentum's building. One second place. I need to do something. But Norris third is a good shout. He's going to be up there. He's definitely going to be up there. Will he be split by somebody? His win's coming. It's probably going to be next season, but his, his win's on its way. You can tell. I mean, I'd like to see Mark Wilkin pick somebody else for first. I feel like he can't. You can't pick. I, I'd like him at the moment. I'm bottom of the grid. I'm not. No, I'm not having that. I need to get back in front of him. Well, <laughs> that's it. This, this has been episode twenty. I don't know if Mark's going to join us. He might be asked. He might not. Don't know. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Catch us all at your uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, you name it. Thanks for joining, J Dog. Uh, it's been all right. Fella. All right. We did so, Mark proud. We did Mark. We didn't. We didn't. Proud. We love you, Mark, by the way. We love you. We miss you. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. See you later, mate. So there you go. What do you think to that? Where is Mark? Where's Mark? He's not here, is he? And I'm, I'm, I'm told not going to be here for a while. Man, maybe they should get like a like a guest presenter, guy who could jump in at you know short notice, could jump in, could help out. Where would they find someone like that? Anyway, big thank you for watching, listening, being here, being part of it. If we can ask you to do something before you go, you know it. Like, share, subscribe, comment, leave reviews. Check out the website, cookiecast.com. There you'll find social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us, with these guys. Tell them how much you love the podcast, The Works. That is it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie.